All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Ah, good morning, everybody. Brent Wallace alongside Jason York, Bobby Ryan, as we like to say, on assignment, Yorkie. Um, and Yorkie, this is why people go, how do you keep doing a show in the summer? What's there going to be to talk about? Well, Ooh, boy. there's always something. Yeah. There's a few things out there, especially if you're an Ottawa Senators fan. Even if you're not a Senators fan, there's just so much going on with the franchise and the sale. And, man, we got lots to chew on. We do. And so we're going to bring in uh, Sylvain St. Laurent from Le Dois. Um, it's funny, like that Emily Kaplan article, while there's not a lot in it, other than the fact to say that Reynolds Group backed out, like, it's not a shot. I'm just saying it's not this whole documentary. It has, like when I looked at it after a couple hours, had over a million uh, likes or interactions. So you know, um, one, people are interested in what's happening. And two, that there is a relevant market here for Ottawa. They are excited to see what's going to happen. So, um, Wally, Wally, when did I, when did I yeah. tell you that three days ago that he was out? We'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's hear, uh, before we bring on Sylvan, cause he doesn't want to sit and probably listen to us read sponsor reads. Uh, let's get through our our sponsor reads before uh, Sylvan joins the show, so, shall we? Um, as always, this show brought to you by and presented by Botano. Go to botano.ca, download the award-winning app. They are the EGR Gaming Company of the Year. Uh, the game starts now. Get into same-game parlays, all kinds of stuff, and including the odds, by the way, changing, it seems, daily on who the Stanley Cup favorite is, and we can get into that later in the show, but it is not anymore 
the Toronto Maple Leafs after what appears to be a short, short exit uh, in the second round. Um, we'll get to that later too. Um, but anyway, Botano, where the game starts now. York, oh, BEI. I'll take, you get Renfrew. Uh, by right, the way, BEI. I know you guys like to say aggregate every once in a while, but I'll mix it up for you. Uh, Punisher excavating and heavy civil general contractors. They are still hiring. Uh, and by the way, they are busier now than they've ever been. And so if you were looking into the trades, you want to join a good company, uh, BEI well-known for taking care of their employees, laborers, mechanics, concrete structure team. Uh, by the way, if you're looking to have your uh, laneway or driveway, depending on which part of the country you grew up in, uh, if you want to have that paved or redone, give them a shout. 613-432-1120. Go to BonisherExcavating.com. All right, Yorkie, you're up. Well, as always, our show is held together loosely from Renfrew Pro Tape, the original hockey tape. It's hand terrible. Uh, check them out at RenfrewPro.com. Uh, helps with your puck control. It's what the pros use, and it's available at all major retailers. We don't have page two of this anymore. We, we oh, scrap that. It's oh, coming. there we no. there we go. It's patience. coming in hot today. It's yeah. Have patience and uh, hey, it's Friday today, so it's free tape Friday. Uh, check them out on Instagram. Tag your teammates and don't forget to share your story. Renfrew Pro, thanks for your support. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, uh, can we just uh, welcome in our good friend Sylvain Saint Laurent? Bonjour, mon ami. Bonjour, les amis. Good morning, guys. How are you, Sly? Uh, you know what? Uh, well, that was rude. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm entertained. I was going to say it's a, it's been um, a short off season so far, but a very uh, lively one and a busy <laughs> one, and it's even going to get better. Never a dull moment when it comes to the Ottawa Senators, we like to say around here. And you've gone through it all, too. By the way, uh, do you know where you were on May 13th, 2017, which is tomorrow? This time tomorrow. Um, uh, in 2017? Uh, is this the day of the seventh game of the semifinal for uh, the Senators and Penguins? This is game one of that series. Game one. Um, well, I was, ah. uh, I was in Pittsburgh. You and I sitting in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Probably, probably having some RC cola that they had in the press box. <laughs> I was actually, you know what? I will surprise you with the, my, my mind's filled with little and meaningless details. They had assigned me seat number 65 on the PPG uh, Paints Arena press oh. box. And I do remember that. Wow. Which was called the Console Energy Center at the time, if I'm not mistaken. See, I don't remember that part, but I remember the fact that I was on seat number 65. Hold on. Back uh, it up for a good sec. You, yeah. Back it up. Did you say RC Cola in the yeah. press box? Yeah. To, yeah. That wasn't that long. What to, happened to, to this RC day? Cola? They still have it now. Or they, yeah. They, well, the last time I was there would have been 2020, 2020 I think. It was still there. 2021. Did they have tab as well? <laughs> no, they were all out of tab. But they, but that's the only press box that has fishy crackers, uh, which I thought are they're fantastic, and popcorn pretzels. Oh, they had cheese with their pretzels, or mm. yeah, you could get that really bad American cheese stuff. But uh, Pittsburgh is top notch. Yeah, press box is amazing. In New York, 
a long time ago when the Islanders, I think when Gar Snow was GM, maybe Mike Milbury, they made you pay for the pop in the press box. They had mm-hmm. a lock on the uh, door that you had oh to. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. It was like a dollar. Okay, uh, let's move on, shall we? Here's mindless. <laughs> we could talk about this all day long. Um, so the news came out yesterday by Emily Kaplan from ESPN, who said the Ryan Reynolds group is out of the bidding. Gentlemen, um, it's a shocker, except Yorkie, you told me the day before that perhaps <laughs> there was something was going. You, you, I heard you something. said something wasn't right. Yeah. Um, so what do you what what do you know? Um, I just, I just heard with this, listen, this process with the sale of the team right now, it's, it's, it's very unorthodox the way it's going on. Basically a lot of, a lot of blind bidding. People don't really like, you're not really sure what, what other teams are bidding. So it's like, it's a very unique situation. And what what I heard is just the, the Reynolds group. Maybe they just got a little bit, not sure if fed up is the right term, but I think they wanted exclusivity with the deal. And who knows if he's going to come back in or not. At this point, it doesn't look like it, but uh, we'll see. You still got, you got Kimmel out there. You got Andlauer. He can still join another team. You, ne- you never know until it's finally done. But this is a this is a very unique situation with, 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 with buying a, French, a sports franchise, which is now reportedly going for a billion dollars. So... Um, a lot at stake. Uh, you, you never know what's going on for sure. So I, until it's finally over, I'll believe it when I see it, if he's officially out. Sleepy, what do you think? What do you make of this? Because uh, you're down at the rink well, every day, if you will. You're, you hear it, you're around it. Um, what do you think the reaction is? You mean at the rink inside? I mean, I I, I don't profess to, to know uh, what's going on right now, so late in this process. But the one thing I, I will agree with Yorkie and say that it's a very unique situation, and because it has become a very public situation, and I think that it's become that way because of the fact that Ryan Reynolds has been involved and he's been so agile in pushing the right buttons at the right place in making some of his, you know. Uh, some components of his bid public and that's what's making it so unique so special right now the, the reaction the one reaction we know is the one uh, among the fan base the younger part of the fan base the one that's vocal online uh, you felt like there was a huge shock last night there was almost like a, a disappointment a letdown because everybody basically had fell in love with the idea of a hollywood star being the owner of the of the hockey team and to me, that that's what makes it unique and different than any other sale of any other pro sports franchise right now. Yeah, this sale, Yorkie, just this sale has become all about which celebrity celebrity do you have in your bid, and it's not. And so everybody, with all due respect, everybody's kind of forgot what the most important thing here is: is to have a stable owner who wants to win a Stanley Cup or they want to win a Stanley Cup as in the group, not necessarily one particular person. There's nobody specifically from Ottawa that's going to be a majority owner, it appears right now, uh, based on the groups that we've heard. There is, it's all a real estate play at the moment. And so we get caught up in the celebrity part, but maybe Ryan Reynolds' group isn't necessarily the best group for this team to be successful on the ice. This isn't a shot. I'm not trying to backpedal my way around anything. I'm just trying to point out that Maybe the Andlauer group, maybe the Kimmel group, both who have NHL ties, who have been 
minority owners who are still are with Andlauer, a minority owner in Montreal, and the Kimmel's group used to be a minority owner with Pittsburgh. They have the hockey background per se for that group. So could this, like, it's a business deal, right? We t- I think we're taking this a lot more personally than perhaps we should be. Uh, go ahead, Sly. Well, I mean, I, yeah, the, the first thing you said, it's, it has become about um, who has the biggest celebrity. I mean, who would have thought Ottawa, of all markets in North America, would be about the, the sex appeal and the glitter and the Hollywood appeal? I mean, I, it, to me, that's what makes it unique. But I, I will wow. agree with you, though, on that part, Wally. Uh, I mean, and I'm not trying to be the guy who says that, you know, Ottawa doesn't need Ryan Reynolds. It, it would have been amazing. And it would still yes. be if, if he actually, you know, brought in uh, his unique talents to, to, to this marketplace. But I agree with you. After what we've been through for the last, I'm going to say, six or seven years, uh, maybe to have a solid owner that's committed to winning, that has the necessary resources, that's willing to invest those resources in the right people, whether it's on the business side or on the hockey operation side, and then hires those people and lets them do their job and takes a back seat, that might not be the worst scenario either. I yeah, agree. so... So having played here for five years, uh, back when the team first started to get going, when we first made the playoffs, and then watching, covering the team through media, all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals versus Anaheim, and and then seeing what goes on. We all know what goes on in this town. You watch the Red Blacks when they won the Grey Cup. It was sold-out stadiums. They stopped winning. People stopped coming. This is still a hockey town. This is a hockey town. But one thing I know and I know you guys will agree with me, and people can disagree or not, you need to win in this town. You do. And and now with the way this team is trending, um, they should be a team, I think, and I've said this for the, since for the last six months, that Ottawa should be able to challenge for a Stanley Cup within two to three years with the core they have. Um, I'm sure Reynolds group will come in, and, 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 if, and if they were the ones to get it, would do a great job. All, all these groups that are bidding have deep pockets. So what you need in the NHL to win now, you need deep pockets. But is it the end of the world um, if he's going to be out? It's not the end of the world because this is what a sports franchise is all about. It's about winning. So whoever's going to come in, if that team is committed to winning, which I think all these groups would be, that is best for the city because, man, you, you go into another era of losing hockey, it, it's not going to be good for, for a hockey team here. That, that's the way Ottawa sports fans are. They support teams that win. Um, so that has to get done. I think that will get done. Um, but, hey, I'll throw a name. I, I know, you, you, let's, say, let's say Michael Andlauer, for example. If he comes in and he becomes the guy that gets the team, I will tell you, all this guy wants to do is win the Stanley Cup. I know that for a fact. That's exciting. And I'm sure the other groups are the same. Uh, but that's, at the end of the day, you can have all the stuff you want on social media. You could have You could have interesting stories and this and that. But if you don't win, that's what it's all about. So um, I think that that will eventually... Whoever buys it, at the end of the day, you, ha- you can't lose sight that that is the most important thing with, with owning the Ottawa Senators. Correct. Uh, the chat is is pretty busy right now. I'm trying to monitor it, but there's a lot of topics. So I'll, I'll say that we're trying to get to discussing uh, Reynolds coming back in, Reynolds joining another group, uh, downtown arena. Uh, and the f- one of the things I want to, we should get to Reynolds, but I just want to make a point. 
and Yorkie, you know this, and even Sly, you've been around enough GM me- or general uh, board of governors meetings to un- to know. You don't talk about this deal. This is the first time I've ever heard of a sale of a franchise being this public. And you talked about it, right, yeah. Sleepy? You don't. So Jim Ball Silly from remember the one, the BlackBerry, who spoke vocally about it. They wanted nothing to do with them by the end. You haven't heard anything necessarily from the Kimmel Group until the little, the last little bit. You haven't heard Andlauer at all, like deathly quiet. And that's because he understands the process. They both do. So don't be surprised to hear them emerge as the front runner. I, I understand that the publicity part, and hey, one thing's for sure, everybody and anybody wants Ryan Reynolds to be a part of the Ottawa Senators. I don't think there's one person out there that I know of who's ever said, no, this can't happen. So if there's a way, hopefully we can massage that to become a reality mm-hmm. that he moves on with another group. And I'll get to that. There's some more of that stuff later, Yorkie, as you know, with Ann Lauer. Um, but that's just one point I wanted to bring up is the people at the back of the room who are really quiet start to emerge, right, uh, Sly? Yeah, no, for sure. And the fact that Michael Anlauer knows uh, all the governors because of his involvement with the Montreal Canadiens also isn't. Is, uh, we can't understate how important that mm-hmm. is to already be part of the club and to know people because when the decision gets to be made, like the NHL likes to, to, to reward its own people. And the other thing I'm going to say for Michael Anlauer, uh, being from Quebec, I, I, I know a lot of people in Montreal area uh, where Michael Anlauer has been doing some business for years. And the other thing that he has going for him is a strong reputation as a, a business person who is very in touch with his employees, whether they are uh, at the top of the pyramid or at the bottom. He's, uh, he's known to have a lot of respect for his people. And when you lead an operation in a smaller town like Ottawa, and uh, you, you know, you know, everybody knows somebody that works with the senators from far or, or, or close. That that's really important, and that's what would make him a quality owner for the senators. I think if he should win the bid. Well, it's really it's we know, it's it's really important when you look at the history of the NHL and, and some of the owners. You don't have to go back that far. You go back to Bruce McNall. You go back to what happened with the New York Islanders. You go back to the Tampa Bay situation. The last thing the team, the NHL wants, especially with the, the today's day and age of social media, how quickly negative information gets passed around. They, it's it's it is very important that a the that that this group comes in. And I'm hey, I, I don't know a lot of the other groups, but you look at the Kimmel group, you look at the Adlauer group. They already have relationships with the NHL, and that 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 is a lot more important than people think. Because you, you having a seat at the table, uh, it's much better to do business with somebody you know, you trust, you know how they act. So I look at those two groups, and man, you, you'd have to think, and I, this is just my opinion, that they would be the two front runners now. Um, there's a couple other things. The NCC, we'll get to that in a sec. Uh, here's the question everybody seems to really want to know, and I, I probably should have brought it up earlier. Okay, I'll start with you, Yorkie. Does Ryan Reynolds find a way back into this bidding process? Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that, Wally. From, from everything I've been led to believe, a little bit of frustration came out with the process, and he's out. Does he come back? And sure, there's a chance. Uh, not knowing him personally, not knowing his personality, I'm going to put it at 50-50. It's 50-50 if he's back in with me having absolutely no... Uh, 
inkling either way. So that's the best I got on that one. 50-50, never say never. But uh, as of right now, he's out, but we'll see. Terrible answer. Uh, sleepy? I think it's getting very late in the game for, for I mean, you know, stuff can happen. I, I, I'm like Yorkie. I'm not a specialist in those those questions. But, I mean, if we're looking at, at a May 15 deadline to, to submit bids, I mean, uh, you would think that the other groups right now, the other serious groups, uh, probably get their ducks in a row right now. And I don't know how easy it would be to just add a player, you know, let alone the guy who, who is so prominent and, and likes to, to take center stage so much. So... Yorkie says 50-50. Right now, not being a, a, a business insider or anything, I would go lower than that. So, uh, by the way, Ian, Ian Mendez, uh, athletic, obviously, as we know, wrote an article this morning. Uh, he's in Wrexham right now. Um, so he traveled we over, as we all saw. I, so he's he flew over. We talk all the time. So he told me he's going over to see Tim Stutzla. He was going to cover the World Championships. But the rosters aren't exactly... Top notch, shall we say? So, he's before coming home, he took a quick little exit to Wrexham, and then I, I was about to tell him, I'm like, Ian, I think there's a problem with the bid. Uh, he was in, he was there, so he's still. Anyway, he wrote an article today. Uh, I don't know what he's going to get in Wrexham, but we'll find out. On the Ryan Reynolds part, at the very last paragraph of what he says, one source said he was holding out hope that Reynolds would consider joining forces with another group, but it would likely take some time for him to recover from the disappointment of not securing this bid on his own. Two things. I wished Ryan Reynolds would have not joined a bid, much like Alfie. Alfie's waiting to find out who gets it, and then he'll join probably that group. I wish Reynolds would have just stayed back and goes, I will discuss with somebody. And I know it's business and it's a billion dollars, and perhaps that's just a pipe dream. But he did meet with the Andlauer group, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Yorkie. Uh, so maybe there's some hope there. I would think so. It's like it's like any business transaction. It 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 gets heated. There's a decision made, and and like I said, that's why I said you never say never, because when this was first started being discussed about Ryan Reynolds, I, I think the the common theme out there was yeah he's he's with Remington, but maybe whoever gets the team he hops on. Right. Uh, onto that bus with that group that that was always out there so that's why i say nothing's over until it's over and i still think it's 50 50 because there's still a ways to go here in the process it's been dragged out this long um and he's put a lot of time and effort into this um a lot of time and effort so i that's why i say never say never and uh until it's done i'll i'll uh, continue to say uh firmly on the fence 50 50. <laughs> <laughs> i <laughs> I, I I just think that there's still time for him to join yeah, if that's ultimately what sure. he wants. But here's one thing we've we know and we know every time this happens, Gary Bettman will not be bullied whatsoever. Um, and we can all say that this is the Gladiato group or whatever it's called, and the board of the <laughs> Sens who are doing this. This comes with a heavy hand from Gary Bettman. Yeah. And I don't have an issue with Gary. He does exactly what the owners want him to do. Let's not forget that. And I think yeah. he's like, I can't allow the Remington group to have exclusivity for 30 days and then have the other guys like Ann Lauer and like Kimmel who know this process to sit there and twiddle their thumbs. One thing I do think is that this franchise will go for less than what was offered by the Remington group now. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I mean, like uh, the the number, the figure that the Remington Group 
brought forward was um, might have been uh, uh, I'm not going to say unreasonable to, to to begin with aggressive the thought that, uh, exactly well, yeah that's a better word for it but I mean it, this it, this remains Ottawa we, like I agree with Yorkie it's a hockey market it's certainly a market that has shown in the past that it deserves to be part of the NHL but it's still a very small market. A Canadian market in which there's very little to corporate support. So the, the one billion figure was might have been a bit exaggerated or aggressive, like you said. Yeah. So Yorkie, you are very good at calming the waters. I want you to tell people that everything is going to be okay. Well, at the end of, at the, end of the day, think about it this way. After the years of Eugene Melnick as the owner, the uncertainty of the franchise, and go back and think about that. There were signs up in this city to get the owner out. Now, here we are. Fast forward to 2023. We've got a handful, a handful of billionaires bidding on the Ottawa Senators. So th this franchise is going to be owned by a very good group. Whoever that group is going to be remains to be seen. But there are greener pastures ahead for this franchise. If you if you want to think of good things, yes, it's taken a long time, but it's like anything. Anything that's good, anything that's worthwhile, takes a while to come into place. This will get solved this summer at some point. And whoever owns this team, man, just look at the product on the ice. And then you add in deep pockets, which you need to win. At the end of the day, like I said earlier, that's what people want on in this in the, in this city. They want a winner. They want a team that's going to win the Stanley Cup. Whoever buys this team, I'll guarantee you, is going to have the pockets to make sure that that dream of winning a cup is that much closer. So, I, hey, listen, this this good times ahead for this franchise. I, I And it's just, it's just the frustrating part is everyone's waiting. But, um, hey, like I said, good things take a while to come to fruition. Sly, I'm going to repeat. Yeah, I'm going to repeat myself. Friday. I'm going to repeat myself what this team ultimately needs. I mean, of course, Ryan Reynolds brings something unique to the table, but this team needs an owner that has the resources to make things happen. And first and foremost, that will hire the right people to run the team, uh, both off the ice and on the ice. We'll put, you know, enough money into hiring the right people and then we'll trust them enough to let them do their job. This is what this market needs. And if you get the right people in to, to lead the, 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 the team, then just the result on the ice will take care of himself. Like Yorkie said, uh, this group right now is too talented to miss. And the other thing I'll add, guys, is I, I, I do think it's important that lo local ownership is involved. Obviously, I got ties to that. But it, it, it sure looks like there's a group in place that's going to come in with whoever buys the team. And, and to me, that's, that's huge in a city like Ottawa. We're still a small town. Um, but there's a lot of prominent people in this city, and if they're involved with this franchise, I, I think that's vitally important to the to, to the team because they know the pulse of the city, and and they know what makes people tick, and that's going to help. That's going to help with with really uh, increasing the brand and and getting it back to where it used to be, and and even better to what it used to be. I, I I'm telling you, it's going to be so exciting what happens here in the next couple of years. Well, now you're 30 um, years in the making. Like, exactly. You've got 30 years, you have the luxury. It can be better because of one thing, too. I mean, I, I just want to, to, to bring back the Alfie factor into this, in this situation. You can't, you know, uh, mix up Alfie with Ryan Reynolds, where Daniel Alperson isn't necessarily looking for a stake in ownership. He just wants to be back 
in the group, in the, the conversation, he wants a job in hockey operations. To me, you have a whole bunch of alumni like you, Yorkie, like Daniel Arfitson, like a, a whole bunch. We can name a whole bunch of players who know what it's like to be part of a winner in this town that can help building this team back up. Slide to your Brent. point, to your point, Wally, just to finish up on that thought, at the end of the day, there's a lot of people in the city, and you mentioned Alfie, talk about myself and other people, they just want to win. People want to win here that have skin, skin in the game, that we're part of the team. And a lot of people in the local ownership group were, 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 were fans of the team, and, and, and they care about the city. and That's why they want to be involved. So um, I, I'm with you, Sly, that you get this many people wanting to win, for the right reasons for the city of Ottawa to make it a better place, man, it's, it's, uh, that's a unique and a very promising situation. Hey, Yorkie, how much money have you put into the ownership group? Did you empty the wallet? Uh, how much? 40 mil, 40 mil about. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my career earnings? <laughs> it's, it's right out there on the, you left a lot at the bar in Adirondack. I'm sure. Um, the, I'm here for my knowledge, my knowledge, Wally. It's worth, it's worth are more you, than that. Okay. Speaking of knowledge, are you able to discuss who's in the local ownership group? No, no, okay. not able to do that. But are you able to that. tell us, uh, it's so people are wondering if they haven't already heard, uh, Jeff York is Jason's brother. Uh, can you tell us how like Jeff as a owner would be like, what's he want to do with the Ottawa senators? Does that, does that make sense? I, I think that would I think that would be premature to to talk about right now, Wally. Before before, yeah. like I said, we just we just talked about if you look at what's going on in this process right now with the people that have remained silent and quiet, and just it's it's almost like the scene from uh, Seinfeld when you go up to get your soup, you wait in line, you wait your turn, <laughs> and and you follow the process. So um, all I can say is. Uh, I, I just believe strongly in the city and and when you get people involved that care and are in it for the right reasons that's something that's really going to help a franchise have you been promised a role as spartacat <laughs> i'd love that role by the way <laughs> uh, you never have to oh. hey, the best thing with being spartacat is you don't you never talk like you just sit there you so never talk can, uh, Nobody can take sound bites of from 10 seconds and misconstrue what you say because you never say anything. So good. I used to know uh, one of the NHL mascots. Uh, I've known a couple, but one of them we've sat and talked on a plane before, and he they all hated Ace from the LA Kings. They all thought he was an ass. So they, Ace. I, there, is, there is animosity between mascots. Who knew? Um, so Sleepy... Uh, how do we feel about how this bidding process is going? I, for me, it's taken way too long. Uh, and that's why stuff continues to get leaked out, if you will. Uh, previous, mm -hmm. like, I don't remember hearing anything about the Penguins getting sold that much or even Nashville, the last two, really. Um, and if, I, I don't want people to get hung up on the fact that, uh, that Ryan Reynolds could make a documentary about, like he did for Wrexham. I think a lot of people can make a documentary. So I, I want the Ottawa fans to get the best deal and the best owner possible. Um, so I don't necessarily think that we need to, I, and I said this before, I want Ryan Reynolds part of the group. I just don't think that this is the worst thing that could possibly have happened. Well, 
right now to me, uh, my biggest concern right now, as we are moving, you know, later in May and June is, is creeping at its head that we're getting into the phase of the off season where, um, this important decisions need to be made looking ahead to the 2023, 24 season of the NHL. And, um, on the ice, like we're, we're hockey fans first and foremost, all of us. On the ice right now, this team needs to make sure to correct some glaring mistakes, needs to make better, to do better than last year to progress. Now, uh, we wouldn't want uh, the, the sale, the, the hold up on the sale to, to, to uh, be at the detriment of important hockey decisions that, that could be made for next season. Like who's going to lead this team, uh, which players are going to come in. Next season is too important. This team needs to make the playoffs next year. It needs to show uh, progress for, for the fans, if anything. So to me, that, that's my biggest concern. As it is uh, being yeah. held up, as uh, it's delayed, to me, it's, uh, it's starting to be a concern. The, ni- the nice thing is, the nice thing is, there's most of the important pieces are, are in place and signed long-term. Yep. Like Kachuk signed, Norris is signed. Batherson signed the, the big decision we the big looming decision is what's, what's going to happen with Debrinket. that that's the one and, and that's a big decision that that's going to probably have to take place at the draft um, and then extending Sanderson at some point uh, oh well the goalie situation as well so there are some big decisions uh, and and to me yeah like that's that that's that's first and foremost what's most important for the Ottawa Senators because like I said earlier this team is getting very close with the right tweaks, the right little moves, you, you could set yourself up to, like I said, to potentially contend for the Stanley Cup in two years. I think they're that close. And look, guys, we're watching it firsthand in the playoffs this year. Look at the Florida Panthers. Look at the Seattle Kraken. This could be the Ottawa Senators in a couple of years with, with a couple really astute moves. Um, so that's like, a, yes, I agree. That's the one scary part. The longer this uh, goes on, the uncertainty, these things are going to have to be addressed. And I think at the draft. You need to make a decision but, on coaching as well pretty soon. I mean, to me, that's, that's mm. another very important one right now. DJ Smith has a bit of a time left on his contract. If we, if the team decide that he's the right person to keep on leading this group, then fine. They just say it, announce it. But if um, new ownership has another coach in, in mind and just, you know, and you can't hire that said coach because he's free for a short period of time and he gets you know, grabbed by another team because the sale isn't completed, then that's a missed opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree, Sly. Uh, the draft is huge. Even though Ottawa doesn't have many picks, that's where everything gets handled for a lot of it. So uh, I do agree that time is running out. But let me – something that's never gets talked about very much, they always say let's bring in another GM or let's move on from Dorian. One – there's a couple scenarios that could play out. The new owner comes in, replaces Dorian, replaces and or Dorian and Smith, or replaces just Smith. Um, I think that whoever it is at this late in the game, that Dorian stays for one more year, same with Smith. But it's interesting that Pierre Dorian has yet to say anything about coming back and supporting DJ Smith. I don't know if that's just because he has a contract and they're like, well, he has a contract. What do I need to say? But he did say at the press conference that he's going to take some time and evaluate everything, right? Um no one discusses Ryan Bonus as potential GM of sliding into that role, and or Trent Mann for that matter. What's wrong with just moving Ryan Bonus into that role? Uh, he would know the organization. He would know what's the plan, all that stuff. Can we not? Like, how come he just never gets talked about? Sleepy? 
Um, no, I, I think he's a very quality. He's a young hockey mind. He's a very sharp guy. I, I think there's you know merit to this candidacy. Uh, the one thing that um, I, I keep saying when we discuss about you know the, the general manager of the Ottawa Senators, there's there hasn't been a change, a true change in uh, 16 years. If you think about this, Brian Murray was appointed in 2007. 2007, when he was ready to move on uh, because of his health issues, he basically uh, handed the team to his right hand man. So to me, it's it's 16 years of you know the same philosophy, same uh, idea. If you, you you just keep you know handing the job down, then sometimes uh, there's something that can be said about just bringing a new, fresh look, uh, outside uh, look to, to, to an organization, and that's. Right now, I, I, I'm not saying Ryan Bonus isn't the right candidate for this job. I'm just saying that uh, maybe sometimes just, you know, moving on and bringing fresh people might be a good thing. Uh, the only reason I bring up Ryan Bonus is just because I think you could come in and just replace Dorian if you wanted to change right away, and then you could leave him as interim until you decided what you wanted to do. I think that's, by the way, Censored uh, Choice would say Jason York is GM in the chat, so... Uh, you do have a fan, <laughs> Yorkie. Uh, if, if you look logically with, with the way the Ottawa Senators are run, probably the first move that gets done when new ownership comes in is you hire somebody to oversee the hockey department. Like you bring in a guy in a president role. And that's something when you go back to the Brian Murray days, Brian was the GM, but he was actually the president too. Like he was the president without really having the title. Um, and... To me, that's what's missing with the Ottawa Senators. And any any ownership group's probably going to anoint somebody to come in, and then that person will evaluate what they see. They'll come in and say, we're going to do this. This guy will be here. This guy will be there. And whatever those decisions will be. But to me, that's something that, that the Ottawa Senators would, I think, need to have in place um, because it's it's a set of eyes that can come in and, and, and make the proper decisions that need to be made. Uh, so York, uh, Yorkie, uh, Sly, we're going to play this game I like to play because it gets the fans wound up. Would you or would you not sign Alex Dabrinkit to an extension? I, at this juncture, would not. Oh, Sly, they're going to be coming for you. You know what? It's a lot of money uh, on a long-term contract, and, and he's a good player. Now, I'm going to ask you this question, guys. Can the Senators win? Uh, next year with Josh Norris in and Alexa to bring out. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yes. See, right now, is are you going to commit, you know, uh, that huge chunk of money on a long-term contract on a player that probably you could get by without him or are you going to save that money for a position where you might need bigger help like goaltending yeah i mean uh, to, to me that that's my my position right now you know if you still have 20 million dollars under the cap and that wouldn't be an issue but at this moment every every buck you spend has to be uh, has to be very well spent if you're watching that if you're paying attention to the playoffs right now and you're seeing what has success in the national hockey league it's teams that have really good third lines, third lines that can play against any line on, on any other team that play heavy, that play physical, that go to the dirty areas. Watch the goals that are being scored in the NHL playoffs. They're not, they're not fancy goals scored outside of, of uh, the dots. And what I mean by the dots are the dots that go up and down the ice. Guys that play on the outside of the dots, it's very tough to have success in the playoffs. During the regular season, you can have success outside the dots. When I watch Alex Dabrinkit play, I think he's a tremendous player. But the majority of his success comes from outside the dots. So people will say, well, sure, in the playoffs it will translate. I think for sure in the first round, because in the first round there's a ton of penalties, there's a ton of power plays, and that's where he's most valuable. He is an incredible player on the power play. He is an incredible player on shootouts, and he's an incredible player in three-on-three hockey. Two of those three things don't exist in the playoffs, three-on-three hockey and shootouts. So then you're going to be paying a guy $9 million to basically be fantastic on the power play. And also, too, think about why did the Ottawa Senators acquire Alex Dabrinkit? Because he was a 40-goal scorer, and they didn't really have that on their team. When you look now what exists on the current roster of the Ottawa Senators, Timmy Stutzla is going to be a 40-goal scorer. Brady Kachuk had 35-plus goals. Josh Norris had 35 goals. Drake Batherson was over 20 goals. Pinto was over 20 goals. Goal scoring is not a problem for the Ottawa Senators. What they need is to increase their depth and to, and to fill that roster in with guys that can play hard playoff hockey and play inside the dots. And that's not a slam against Debrinket because I think on a variety of different teams, he can be a, a top line player. But they're on Ottawa Senators, he's their second line left winger. Brady Kachuk is always going to be your first line left winger. So why on earth would you pay someone nine million dollars to be your second line left winger? It doesn't make any sense. I just like asking the question. It's fun. It should be like a little game. <laughs> It's it's. Uh, you just gotta look at Wally. You just gotta look at slotting. I know it doesn't work. I understand. It work, but I think people it get works. confused with his talent level and what he can do on the ice as to where he fits on the roster. 
So if uh, we can all agree, he is an extremely talented hockey player who's fun to watch and does fun things on the ice. I don't necessarily think he fits into the mold of building a Stanley Cup contender with the Ottawa Senators. That's all I think is th what's being There's said. your point with, with the Ottawa Senators because I think he does fit into the mold with some other teams because you need players like that that can score. Uh, and, and you know, but the Senators, the, the way they've come so quickly with the guys, nobody saw Stutzler scoring this many goals this year. And that's the thing. How many guys nope. on your team can you have that you can say, well, he's a 40-goal scorer, and he's a 40-goal scorer, and he's a 40-goal scorer. To be a 40-goal scorer, you have to get every single offensive zone start. You have to play a minute and 30 of every single power play. You've got to be on the end. Like, there's so many things that come into play, and those opportunities just aren't going to be there, I think, for Debrinket to be a 40-goal scorer. Not enough ice. But the, the other thing, too, to go with, along with that is that in order for the forwards to score lots of goals, they need to have the puck. In order for them to have yes. the puck, the defenseman needs to provide them the puck. And you don't think right now, next season, the offense will not be boosted by having a full Jacob Chicken full-time and uh, Jake Sanderson yeah. being one year older? So I, I'm thinking right now, uh, so, so to me, like, uh, if Tim Stizla scored 40 goals this year, he might move up to 50 in the near future because, only because of that. So to me, that's right now... And it's not, it's not a knock on Alex Zabrinkat. Like you said, some teams are going to need Alex Zabrinkat just to get to the playoffs. I could be wrong. We could all be wrong right now and look like fools in a year yeah. from now. But yes. I, th I think like <laughs> you guys, the Sens don't need him right now to get into the playoffs. Right. Um, it, okay, there's a, there's a couple of things in the chat, Yorkie. And I'll ask you since you're the de facto general manager at the moment. Uh, people want to know if you'd sign Milan Lucic to a one-year deal. Not at this point in the game. He doesn't He doesn't fit into what the Ottawa Senators do. You watch again. To me, I, I look at where the Senators, if they want to be successful in the playoffs, what's the f first thing you notice? If you watch the games last night, speed, pace, you got to be able to play the game fast right now. And, uh, hey, Lucic's had an incredible career, outstanding player. I just think the pace of the game right now, he, w he wouldn't be on my radar. Um. Uh, what about you, Sly? Would you have Milan yeah, Lucic thing. on your team? Yeah. Okay. Same thing. I think right now he's just a little too old for and too slow for, for the game right now. Uh, have you looked at goaltending? I'll, get, I'll let you go, you sleepy. I told you it wouldn't be this long. Uh, would you look at goaltending and consider Connor Hellebuck to be the answer to your prayers? Um. This contract situation right now is a bit of a, you know, it, it, it's difficult. Uh, would you like to be part of, the, of this team going forward? I, I don't know. Uh, could you work maybe a trade in which you get dollar in, dollar out? I, I'm not sure. But, but he seems to be it. enough of a gamer to me. Well, that's the thing, right? Can you move, you know, with you know two or three different teams involved? Uh, no, no, we're just, you know, we're just playing fantasy general manager here. But, uh, you know, <laughs> that's what we do. I think it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's the goaltending. The goaltending goal is a crapshoot. Look at the look at the teams still in the playoffs right now. Toronto's playing their third string goaltender. Everybody thought Bobrovsky was done. They didn't even start Schmied. him to start the playoffs. You look at Schmid. You look at the Edmonton situation. Skinner's a rookie. Like it's crazy. Vegas. Like really, the only goaltender so, that's doing what he's supposed to do right now is Ottinger because he had an outstanding year. But besides that, man, I, 
that that has to be the toughest thing about being a general manager is good luck forecasting who's going to be your goaltender because it never works yeah. out. Freddie Anderson, the Leafs thought he was too soft and this guy couldn't get it done. Now he's off to the to the final four. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And, and and Freddie struggled in Toronto with the pressure. I, I think even he admits it. So uh, the, he had great numbers in Toronto, just he couldn't win in the playoffs. Um, it is interesting to watch. It seems to me like there is, back in, uh, I'll say, our days or the 90s, if you will, you knew who the starting goaltenders were. Like you knew the top 30 guys or whatever. I don't know that we know anymore other than – maybe 10 guys who are bonafide number one starters. Am I wrong? It just seems like you never know who's going to be in net. I don't know if that's a yeah, positive it, it, or a negative at this point. And it's crazy because now every goalie basically plays the same way. They all follow the same recipe. They, 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 they all go to the same school and you don't know who's going to come on top on, on a yearly basis. Yeah. yeah. The biggest, the biggest difference I noticed is there's so many power plays now and before in the playoffs, you used to basically have to behead somebody to get a penalty. <laughs> now you're seeing, especially the first round, there was a lot of, really? That's a penalty? And then the power plays are so good now. You look at Edmonton's power play. Like these guys, when they get opportunities on goaltenders, they're not missing. And, and you got to be superhuman to make some of the saves out there. So it's, um, yeah, I, I, I don't, Ottinger is the only one that comes to mind for me right now as yeah. far as guys that are like, Basically, you, you, you know, but besides, like I said, you just don't know. The Bob, the Bob father. <laughs> yeah. People thought he was done. Now uh, he looks like old, he's, now he looks like uh, Vesna Bob again. I know. Um, all right, Sleepy, we're going to let you go, but I appreciate you stopping by. Uh, enjoy your stuff uh, when I Google translate it. Um, and so uh, we will uh, be chatting with you soon, my friend. Anytime, guys. Always a pleasure. See you, Sly. Sylvain St. Laurent from Ladois, uh, one of the good people. Uh, and travel the world with him and enjoy him immensely. Uh, just an all-around good person. So, uh, Yorkie, as I brought up at the beginning of the show, uh, our show presented by Botano, go to botano.ca, is um, the Stanley Cup favorites have changed. Uh, so, I don't know if I told you. Who do you think? Oh, it's too late now. Who, who do you think is the Stanley Cup favorite? And it's Carolina at the moment. Wow. I, I would agree with yeah. that. The way, the way they're playing right now. Oh, no, wait, they're the first team through. So <laughs> that's pretty safe bet, you know, for sure. They're going to have, because the other series aren't decided yet. It, it all appears, yeah. if you look at it, the way that Dallas is playing now, that they've taken that series over. Uh, last night, they dominated that game. Uh, Seattle seems to be running out of steam. Looks like Toronto's uh, very difficult to win the next three in a row. But, yeah, I, I love – the thing I love about Carolina is their defense. Their defense that, – that that decor doesn't get talked about enough. Like, you watch Jacob Slavin play. He is so mm -hmm. reliable. He's big. He's long. He's offensive. He's defensive. You got Brady Shea. You got Pesci back there. And, hey, how about Brent Burns? Brent Burns looks say, like You've left out Brent Burns. <laughs> <laughs> Brent Brent Burns. They picked up. They picked up Gostas Bear from Arizona. He's good in your bottom pairing. Um, they they goaltending defense. That's what wins you Stanley Cup. Uh, that's what wins you cups. And and they're doing it with some pretty key injuries. Shvestnikov's out of the lineup. Teravainen's been out for a while. Um, man, they 
Rod Brindamore has got those guys cooking right now. Well, so that's my, uh, we all complained about, or mentioned that if, if Josh Norris wasn't hurt and uh, we would have been a playoff team, the Carolina Hurricanes are without major pieces of their forward group, if you will. And they're still mm-hmm. finding a way to win hockey games in the postseason. Um, so if you build your team right, I think that you don't, like one injury isn't going to take you down. And that was what I find with Carolina. Like they're just, they just play a very good hockey game, which sounds nonsensical, but it's just exactly that. <laughs> they're extremely well coached. And, and don't forget, like there's some players on that team that have been chasing it for a while. Like like Brent Burns is a guy that's been in the league for, he's played over, he's over a thousand games. He's, he still hasn't won yet. Like he's a, he's a guy that's, that's very motivated right now. Uh, you look at their slaving as well. Like they're they're at a different. That's a little bit of an unfair comparison, I think. If if you look at how the rosters are constructed, because that's mm-hmm. an older roster. They've had guys like you look at Aho. He's an experienced player. You look at Stall. Like they've got. Yeah. The difference is the older players on that roster compared to the older players that are on the Ottawa Senators roster. Those older players on the Senators roster are guys that are bottom players and guys that are like on the back nine of their career where Burns is, yeah, he's older, but he's definitely, definitely not a guy that's in your in your bottom pair in D. And that's the difference. You watch these teams in the NHL, they're older guys. Take take Toronto, for example, like like Ryan O'Reilly. Like if you if you threw Claude Giroux in the playoffs right now, he'd be doing the same thing these guys are doing because they understand playoff hockey. They know what it takes. They've they've had ups and downs in the past, and that's how you learn. That's that's why it that's why it's so hard to win the Stanley Cup because very few teams do it on the first, second, and third cracks. It it, it takes a while, and and the only way to do it is you kind of learn through failure. Very good point, but. Okay, you say that, and then I go back to the early 2000s with the Senators who had these fantastic teams. How, how much learning did you need to do? Like, they lost four straight times to the Leafs. Like, at some point, did they not have to get over the hump? And I think in 05, uh, they would have got that done had Hasek not gotten hurt. Or I guess that's 04. I would agree. I would agree 03. with that. That team that team was ready to win. Hey, they went right to the finals against against Anaheim. And back then, you look at what Jagir was doing. Like goaltending, oh it it seemed to me goaltending back then, you made the point earlier, Wally, where you knew there were a certain amount of goaltenders in the league that if you had one of those guys, it was almost like a mental block on the other teams. Like those yes. guys could win you a series. Those guys were always the guys in the Con Smythe conversation. Yeah. Ottawa at the time, it was Ray Emery was their goaltender because of the injury. And Ray played extraordinarily well. Like he was, I thought he was awesome during the playoffs, but he wasn't Jagir and, and he just wasn't there at, at that point. And it's kind of changed now in the NHL where it's younger. You don't really need that uh, de facto goaltender anymore. But hey, don't forget too, I... Ottawa, where they went after that with how they handled their business, with the way ownership handled things, they were in a no-win situation. So to say Ottawa's been 30 years without really winning a cup, you got to take away about six or seven of those years and say, well, I don't think they were 100% all in because there was circumstances dictating that you were 
you know, you, you're you're getting rid of a lot of guys yep. like Stone, like Pajot, and you go like it's just you're in a you're in a no win situation. I, I totally agree. Although the team that went to the Eastern Final in 2017 was never supposed to be anywhere near that. Right? Yes, they, yes, they were... and that hey, and that, but that's what happens sometimes. Sometimes you get a team that yep. catches lightning in a bottle. You come together, Florida. you play for each other, you doing what Florida's doing right now, and then. Who knows how long Florida is going to be able to go on this run for? But that's that's the that's the great thing about playoff hockey. You get these stories when when a team comes together. But we'll see. There's still a lot of racetrack to go for the Florida Panthers. Yes, but you okay? So have you been on a team down three nothing or three one? Oh yeah, we didn't come back. <laughs> I was on some. I know. I but... was on the Ottawa. I was on the Senators team that got swept by the Leafs. We, oh, uh, right. So here's what I'm asking you. You're in the room, and you see the un insurmountable task ahead of you, and everybody talks about At that time, I can always remember, well, the 42 Leafs and the 19-whatever, 81 Islanders mm -hmm. or whatever it was. What are you guys thinking in the room? Well, I'll be honest with you. Once you get into the room you don't really think about being down in the series you you're just so you're so programmed and pre-wired just to go about your routine getting yourself ready for the game and probably 90 percent of that whatever team's left in the playoffs right now you're, you're playing with some kind of injury or ailment so you're doing your treatment you're getting ready the only time you're really maybe thinking about it is between games so when you go home if you happen to, okay. you know, you're still talking to family members. You're still talking about, you have probably friends calling you. How are you guys feeling about coming back in the series? This. That would be when you're thinking about it. Um, but once you get to the rink, honestly, you you do take that one game at a time mentality um, because that's that's all you got to hang on to. So I are the Leafs hearing it? I, I would say... I would say they're not listening to any social media. They're not listening to the radio. They're not reading the papers because if, if you do, then those negative thoughts can creep in. Okay. So you're just pretending it's just a game. Like you're just playing one game. Yeah, That's all any team that's in that situation. That's all you do. Like the, I, I came back from a three, nothing deficit once Mind you, is in the Swiss League, which is complete insanity. What goes on over there? Um, so, and I've seen teams. We we saw it just recently. Was it uh, who was the last team to do it? Wally was that the San Jose series? The last time it happened, was it San Jose? And uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember the team it was. Um, yeah. But hey, it's 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 uh, the way Florida's playing right now. It's going to be they're so stingy. But I'll tell you what that that, that last game. That's the best and, and most structured I've seen the Toronto Maple Leafs play. Usually they're trying to like toe drag, do little moves at the blue line. The last game was the first time I really thought they played real playoff hockey. The, the type of hockey you need to win in the playoffs. Can they do it for three more games? I wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't bet on so, it, but it's been done before, but I wouldn't bet on it. I, I guess my question to you is when does it set in that this isn't going to like, you're not going to win this series. Is it just when you're shaking hands? Yep. It's got to be before exactly. that. You got it. Really? Like I remember, but Alfie was asked and I should have brought this up with Sly because it was Sly who asked the question uh, in the New Jersey series. You guys are down three. one. You're gone by then. Sorry. Uh, you're down three, one. Yep. This is. Oh, Oh, three. Um, 
Eastern Conference Final, and Alfie was asked, do you think you can come back? And he's like, probably not. <laughs> That's a good way to deflect, too, don't forget. You, you, you take off a little bit of pressure. Yes. It's a good so, way to deflect but, because, because then it's like, well, what's the follow-up question to that? And, and honestly, when, when the door is shut, and the media is out of the room and it's just players, everyone goes back to little routines, getting ready, taping your sticks, doing your stretching. And you just, your mind, you, you, before the start of any game, especially at the pro level, you clear your mind. You, you, you're not thinking about other things like that. And that's the way your entire career goes every game. And if you were a guy that let things creep into your mind, then you wouldn't have made the NHL because you would have failed along the way because you wouldn't have been mentally tough enough. Um, that's just, that's how I was. And okay. I'm sure maybe right. there's a few guys that let it creep in. But if, if you do, then you probably wouldn't have made the pros in the first place. First place. All right. Fair enough. I just, yeah, I wondered if there was ever the doubt. Let's I would say, Wally, because... it probably, cre it probably yeah. creeps in if you're in an elimination game and your goalie lets in a couple stinkers or you guys get down and then the bench gets down, I would say, in an elimination game. Um, but you look at the way that series has gone. That Toronto series has been pretty tight. Like, it's been, it's every, most games have been pretty tight, especially the last one. So, yeah, they, they're still believing. I, I'll guarantee you, they're still believing. Okay, fair enough. I love Fleetwood Mac. Um, <laughs> so, uh, all right, we're going to be back Monday uh still working on whether or not we have a guest we had we moved mark borvietsky obviously to maybe next week i do have someone else lined up as well on thursday so uh yeah. we will be back with shows but this is why we continue to do shows throughout the summer there's always something to talk about when it comes to the auto senators which is why i love that there's never a dull moment always always entertaining wally see you monday see you monday thanks for Stopping by, everybody. Appreciate the chat. It was fantastic today. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy the golf, Yorkie. Playing later. <laughs> no doubt. All right. Take care. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.